yeah, very, very quickly, I realized that spending long, long time, long times on your feet and in the mountains and just moving efficiently that like really like spoke to my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, it, like it felt so liberating. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here. It is Greg with the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. Thank you for being here and spending a little bit of your day learning something new. We are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people that move through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I hope you are as excited as I am to get to this week's episode. Here we go. Hey, all right, friends, we are back here for another episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. And I'm your host, Greg, and we are here hanging out as it's about freezing today. Uh, It's been some interesting weather out here. Everybody's aware that there's some weird things that are totally not normal happening with the weather. Uh, We had a couple weeks on minus 30, close to minus 40, which is about the same Fahrenheit and Celsius. And then it started raining which is not great for snowpack or stability or road conditions or pretty much anything else. So that's been weird because it's been slushy on top of a couple inches of solid ice. And oh, hey, wait, all those uh, government officials are supposed to be clearing the roads. Yeah, they're pretty incompetent at that. So um, yeah, been some pretty crazy times. But it's been absolutely beautiful outside. At least I think so. And uh, I've been going out for a run every day, going for walks every day, been walking down to the river and putting my feet in every day, and that has been glorious. And uh, the inspiration for today's podcast actually came from what happened this morning, because I met a brand new friend to the Wisdom of the Wilderness, and we went for a run uh, along one of the roads, and then we dug out a little path to a creek so we could go and do a cold plunge. And for those of you who think that uh, those are a bad idea, um, number one, you're wrong. But uh, they're a fantastic idea. There is a lot of benefit to exposing our bodies to cold and to hot temperatures and not to become accustomed to the 70 Fahrenheit, 20 Celsius artificial climate control that people are conditioned to because that's actually uh, not good for us. Our body needs to adapt to in to uh, outdoor temperatures, to hot and to cold, because uh, we are capable of dealing with all of these things. That's how we evolved: was being out in nature, living on the ground, using animal skins, being around fires, you know, creating teepees and a variety of long houses, whether it was Viking or Native American or whatever. So uh, that's how what we did. We were out working in the cold. We were building a sweat when it was minus 40. We were sweating when it was uh, 110 degrees outside. That's, uh, that's natural for our evolution. That's what our bodies crave, and we can adjust just to it. Now, for me, who was on the coast in the summer, if you all remember when it was uh, hotter than Las Vegas in Vancouver, if you remember back that far now, uh, that was a thing, and now it's uh, colder than Hades here, and uh, minus 40. Yes, I've moved, but uh, that's irrelevant because uh, there's a huge temperature mix, but getting exposed to that temperature is important for us. 
There's a ton of research. Uh, search for Wim Hof, W-I-M-H-O-F on uh, DuckDuckGo is the platform of my preference. Uh, go and do some research for yourself and see the ways that we can adapt to hot, that we can adapt to cold. Um, buddy freaking hiked Mount Everest in shorts, so you can do that. Uh, people think it's impossible, but... You can do it. And I'm here to tell you because I survived going for a run at minus 10 Celsius. I don't know what that is, 10 Fahrenheit, 18 Fahrenheit, something like that. And then I took off my clothes and I walked through the snow and I jumped into the cold river and I sat there and breathed for 30 seconds and I came back out and I survived that too. So going to highly encourage you to check some of that stuff out because with your with your breath and with a focused intent you really can do these things that some people would say are scientismically impossible you can go and do them and they really do benefit you a lot i came out of that water i could feel the the water on my back freeze and become little ice crystals which was really cool at the same time I felt alive in a way that's hard to put into words. It's more of a feeling of, I just jumped in that damn near frozen river and was breathing and I feel great. And why isn't everybody doing this? Oh, that's because people are conditioned to be comfortable and soft and live indoors behind a TV, which is a television, which is screaming at you. So here's a suggestion. It's the wisdom of the wilderness, go outside. Maybe you want to go and try this cold plunge thing. Maybe not. Doesn't make a heck of a lot of difference to my life, but I'm just going to share that it has been a fantastic way for me to alleviate inflammation, to recover faster, to feel better, to feel more alive, to feel more awake, to feel more engaged with nature, and also to go and step out of the thinking brain. Because once you hop into a plunge pool and the air temperatures in the low teens Fahrenheit, uh, negative, I don't know what it is, Celsius's, who cares? Um, once you do that, there is not a heck of a lot you can think about when you're in a frozen river other than breathing. So highly, highly encourage everyone to get there and try that because uh, while it may seem overwhelming and it may seem like you can't do it, once you start and if you get a group of committed people to go out there with you. Uh, you really can experience great changes. And like I said, check out Wim Hof, Wim Hof. His method is fantastic. I do his guided meditation every day and uh, just going and exposing myself to cold has had a ton of, ton of benefit in my life. It builds your immune system. That's all I'm going to say about that. But what I wanted to share and where the inspiration came from, in addition to me jumping in a cold river and feeling super alive, even mm, 10 hours later from that happening, is that on this great run that I had, I ended up doing some hill repeats by myself and going up uh, a forest road. And while I was going up that forest road, because it's me and because this happens pretty frequently, and I'm hoping it happens to somebody else out there, uh, I was spooking animals again. So I was running along, minding my own business, uh, doing hill intervals, 300 feet of gain in a mile. And um, yeah, a whole bunch of deer woke up and jumped out of the forest and then they were running and then they were doing that little deery boundy thing up the road. 
And then they ran off into the bush and I kept going and I turned around at the power lines and I came back and then they were still on the side of the road and then I spooked them downhill. So then they started running and they started doing their little deer boundy thing going down the road. And uh, that was really interesting. I was really hoping there wasn't some, uh, some sleds or some trucks or anything like that going up that forest road because that would have not have ended well for little deer friends. But it got me thinking, hey, you know, I've been out here for a while and there are all kinds of deer around, but I haven't actually checked in to see uh, what deer might be connecting us with and what might be showing up from that. But today seemed like a great day because before it was 10 a.m., I had gone for a uh, eight-mile run, done a whole bunch of elevation. It was negative temperatures, and I'd been in a cold plunge, and I was already back home. So uh, that was a great start to the day, and I thought, why not? Let's go and check out and see what uh, Wisdom Deer may have. And uh, all credit here goes to Jamie Sams and David Carson from the Animal Medicine deck, which I normally use. And as I did with the last episode, I'm going to, with Jaguar, uh, I'm going to add a little bit here that I've found in uh, subsequent research because some of that's important. But, you know, here I am recording this. It's the middle of January. There's all kinds of strange political things happening, all kinds of things sporting wise happening that deserve questioning. So, really interesting that, uh, Three deer showed up today, a mom and uh, two yearlings. And uh, why don't we just go into uh, what um, some of that wisdom and what one of those messages may be. So uh, deer, so gentle and loving you are, the flower of kindness and embrace from afar. Here's a fourth card in my deck. Uh, gentleness is the key word. One day Fawn heard great spirit calling to her from the top of Sacred Mountain. Fawn immediately started up the trail. She didn't know that a horrible demon guarded the way to Great Spirit's lodge. The demon was trying to keep all the beings of creation from connecting with Great Spirit. He wanted all the Great Spirit's creatures to feel that Great Spirit didn't want to be disturbed. This would make the demon feel powerful and capable of causing them to fear him. Fawn was not at all frightened when she came, came upon the demon. This was curious as the demon was the archetype of all the ugly monsters that have ever been. <clears throat> The demon breathed fire and smoke and made disgusting sounds to frighten Fawn. Any normal creature would have fled or died on the spot from fright. Fawn, however, said gently to the demon, Please let me pass. I'm on the way to see Great Spirit. Fawn's eyes were filled with love and compassion for this oversized bully of a demon. The demon was astounded by Fawn's lack of fear. No matter how hard he tried, he could not frighten Fawn. because her love had penetrated his hardened, ugly heart. Much to the demon's dismay, his rock-hard heart began to melt. His body shrank to the size of a walnut. Fawn's persistent love and gentleness had caused the meltdown of a demon. Due to this gentleness and caring that Fawn embodied, the pathway is now clear for all the Great Spirit's children to reach Sacred Mountain without having to feel the demons of fear blocking their way. Deer teaches us to use the power of gentleness to touch the hearts and minds of wounded beings who are trying to keep us from Sacred Mountain. Like the dappling of Fawn's coat, both the light and the dark may be loved to create gentleness and safety for those who are seeking peace. If Deer has gently nudged its way into your cards today, you're being asked to find the gentleness of spirit that heals all wounds. Stop pushing so hard to get others to change and love them as they are. 
Apply gentleness to your present situation and become like the breeze, like the summer breeze, warm and caring. This is your tool for solving the present dilemma you are facing. If you use it, you will connect with Sacred Mountain, your centering place of serenity, and Great Spirit will guide you. That's the deer card from Carson and Sam's. Now, there are a number of different things here uh, that jumped out to me in light of us being here in uh, January of 2022. We are nearly at two years of two weeks to flatten the curve. And one of the first things that was, was stop pushing so hard to get others to change and love them as they are. There are many different political opinions out there. And at this point, some are entrenched and some are not. Uh, it can be just as easy as saying, hey, cool. That's great. We've got different opinions. Love you, dude. Gonna go over here. Uh, as well, like the dappling of Fawn's coat, the light and the dark must be loved. There is there is a lot, a lot going on right now. And whether we're looking within us and uh, the things that we love about ourselves or the things that we wish to change, um, there's a light and a dark. And there's also a lot to be said for would you be able to know the light if you hadn't known the dark? And how could you know the light if you hadn't known the dark? So, you know, dichotomy and duality is an important aspect of our experience here as a man or as a woman on this earth. And there's a, a lot to be said about that. So can we use the power of gentleness to, to connect with people and just to be who we are? Now, as, I, as everyone knows, it is 2022, and this has been going on since 2020. Uh, there are a lot of demons that are flying around. There are a lot of people uh, breathing fire and smoke to try and frighten everyone. Only you can decide for yourself if you're going to choose to accept that, to consider that, or to allow it to pass by and continue on in your journey. That's a lot, and I'm just gonna gonna leave that right now. There's a gentleness and caring that the fawn embodies as deer, and that gentleness and caring we often see as children, in children. Uh, we often see in adults who wish to reach out and connect with people and to serve everyone without discrimination. And I think that's a really important thing to highlight and to stress is without discrimination. There's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of political comments over the past while, and I've made the decision for myself. I've made the decision here for the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast that we will not discriminate against anyone for any reason. We are open to hearing anybody's story, whatever it might be, and sharing their journey through the little, literal and the figurative wildernesses whether that's a single mom navigating life, whether that's uh, Emily sharing her stories of what do you do when you find out you have all this free time? What can you go and do? What's a human body capable of? Um, whether it's uh, talking with Elena about uh, her podcast and supporting moms and birthing, whether that is uh, Samantha who took a chance and uh, left a pretty decent paying job to be a tour guide. Um, there's a lot of cool people that have been on here. There's a lot of cool people that I'd love to have on here. Um, you know, whether whether we out there talking with realist idealists and having some great conversation about language and schooling and education and learning. 
can we have that be in a non-discriminatory manner? Can we love everyone who's out there wherever they are? This is very much easier said than done, especially with uh, certain Brandons um, wishing death upon some aspect of people out there. Um, that's no bueno. But as I said, don't care anybody's political background. Uh, you are all welcome here on the podcast. And we can be kind and compassionate towards each other. And that's all that we can do as peoples. Now, what I wanted to talk a little bit about was I checked into some other deer symbolism because uh, it's really interesting to me. And I know there's a lot of stuff around uh, the Native American tribes and Celtic tribes and uh, we'll call them Mongolians uh, who covered, you know, the Russian Empire, um, all kinds of area, the Tartarian Empire, uh, everything in uh, what we would think of as uh, Western, Central Europe, uh, Asia, et cetera, et cetera. But um, what came up in a different perspective was that dill sim- <laughs> deer, not dill, deer symbolizes tenderness tempered with strength which allows deer spirit to act even when obstacles challenge the path. Deer also comes as a playmate for inner child, reminding us of innocent times when the smallest flower provided a smile and excitement. Deer medicine is also very strongly connected with the heart chakra. You know, we think even just that last sentence, the playmate for our inner child, you know, I saw the deer bounding along. That was so much fun. I, I was like, whoa, I wonder if I can run faster down this hill to catch up with you and also not give you a heart attack, but catch up with you because I just kind of want to play and to see them bounding along and not super concerned. I mean, I'm not a predator. I'm just a dude out there running and was wearing my flashy green jacket. So um, yeah, that was a little weird for them, I'm sure, but that's all right. It happens, but to see them be playful, you know, they weren't helpless out there. They were, they were determined, you know, it was a probably unusual situation to have something weird and unsightly running up a hill towards them. But, you know, in a difficult situation, um, they were gentle and determined. They just kept bounding along and had a pretty good time. So, you know, um, the last thing that, that stuck out me from this uh, perspective was that deer, uh, deer's always vigilant, you know, always moving around for protection those deer that I saw ran away from me and then hopped away from me for protection. They were always on the move. And that's been really interesting uh, for me to reflect upon as someone who's had a nomadic existence for the past more than a few years. Um, You know, that's, uh, yeah, one could argue that that is a, a mechanism of protection and defense to keep moving and to always seek new horizons. But that's okay because when you move, you know, you can let go of stuff that didn't work. You can uh, really transition and, and transform into who you actually are when you show up and don't know anybody in a brand new place and let go of all the projections people have on you in other places. So um, just a little, little bit, little bit more from that. So, you know, there's, there's a lot that deer can teach us, um, kindness, compassion, gentleness, um, you know, having, just having compassion for others wherever they are in their journey and recognizing that, you know, not everything is about us, that we can say, Hey, uh, okay, cool. I'm going to be, be here and be, be kind, going to accept everybody, not going to discriminate for any reason. Um, 
that's a choice that I'm making. That's a choice you could be making or not. It's all totally up to you. But the wisdom that deer has, um, the gentle aspect, you know, it's, it's all fine. And with that gentleness, you know, we can think of the gentleness and caring that Fawn embodied that just melted the demon, melted the, the rock hard heart. You know, it, it's with that kindness and compassion that we can have things. It's with love, you know, that whole idea love conquers all. And, you know, the only answer is love and the answer is love. But the number of, of people that I know personally and that I've heard podcasts about who've, who've gone on some very sacred journeys and repeated that same phrase, um, you know, we're, we're all connected. We're all, we're all one that the macrocosm reflects the microcosm and to see what's playing out and how we can have a part in it. Can we be kind and compassionate and gentle and accept everyone? So that's going to be my, um, my ask, my, uh, my question for y'all, uh, who are out there listening, you know, wherever you are in this, uh, political, spectrum of things uh can you accept people who have different opinions than you or or not can you be kind and compassionate towards others or not um you know these are these are big questions these are simple yet uh, can be challenging questions for people but Dear teaches us that, you know, to be gentle and loving and that the flower of kindness um, really can have an impact on life. So, I mean, for me, it was super cool to have that reminder as I was out on a run in the glorious slow, trying not to slide down the side of a mountain on sheer ice. But it was a really cool experience. And that connection with deer really brought me with it. And, you know, there's a magic in the antlers. There's a powerful medicine in the antlers there's powerful medicine in the whole deer totem so with that i'm gonna leave it to you you know if you're if you're interested and intrigued and uh your mind has been uh i don't know something has caught a glimmer um there's a ton of resources out there that you can search through uh your favorite search engine i recommend DuckDuckGo to uh see what resonates and what jumps out at you from the different interpretations of deer but the ones that stick with me are about kindness compassion being gentle and uh the power of love and that's really, really needed right now as we see so much division uh, sown by the powers that be and um, fanned by the media. So can you be kind when you go outside today? Can you be compassionate at the grocery store? Can you be polite? That's a big one. But all right, we're going to leave it at that today. This has been a long rambly episode, but that's all right. Uh Looks like it's going to get a little bit colder. Going to go back out and shovel some more slush here because, um, yeah, it turns out when it rains on about four feet of uh, snowpack, you get a, about a foot of solid ice under everything, which is no bueno for driving, no bueno for walking. Watch too many people wipe out today. Damn near got hit trying to walk to the grocery store, and I was on the side of the road because there ain't no sidewalks because people can't plow. Um, so, yeah, that last little... Uh, wish for me would be uh, to be kind of compassionate. If it does snow, can you shovel your driveway? And uh, can you think of someone beyond yourself? That would be wonderful. All right. 
that is it for today's episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. I hope that you are having a fantastic day. As always, I hope you've already opted outside. And if not, I hope that you make a chance and make a conscious choice to opt outside for some breathing some fresh air for maybe going barefoot in the snow on the dirt maybe even like me hopping into a damn near frozen river to feel invigorated today um that is all out there that is all great stuff you can do so until next monday friends i hope you have a wonderful week hope you get fresh air opt outside smell some trees and we will catch you on the next episode of the wisdom of the wilderness and thank you very much for joining me on today's episode friends it is always fun for me to record these and i do hope you get a lot out of them as always if you enjoyed this please share with your friends your family members your colleagues your co-workers your hairdresser the guy at the restaurant uh, wherever you're going i do my best to research these and give a lot of good information and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with with listening as well if you get a chance i do encourage you it really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to as well as maybe even write something so uh yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I list the things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness. Uh-huh.